Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 942, our update on You Decide 2024. And despite continuing to come in a distant second in almost every state poll and nationally, Governor Ron DeSantis is still fighting to secure that Republican presidential nomination. Iowa is just a matter of months away, though it does seem like he may be running out of cash fast. WOKV's Blair Miller with continuing live team coverage from Washington. And it seems like he's hemorrhaging cash right now, Blair. Yeah, it's kind of interesting to look at these campaign funds with the candidates and what's happening. And, and when you look at the governor, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting because Politico recently looked at all the money raised by all the candidates. And DeSantis raised $31.3 million through the end of September. Of that, $23 million came from donors who gave the max primary amount, which is $3,300. Here's the problem. Politico found that 75% of these donors can no longer give any more money for the primary, and a chunk of that money can't be used until a general election. All told here, less than half the cash in DeSantis' campaign account can be used for the primary, a smaller share than every other major Republican candidate. Big donors who've already given the max to DeSantis' campaign can still give the super PAC supporting him, which is called Never Back Down. But while overall DeSantis raised more than most of the GOP candidates, it's still about half of what Donald Trump has raised. Comparatively, when we look at these side-by-side of the nearly $60 million in Trump's account, just 1.9 million comes from donors who gave that max of 3,300. So it is pretty interesting to dig deeper into these numbers. I know it gets pretty dry pretty quickly, but it, it really does tell a story as far as what they're able to spend for the primary. And Blair, there's paid media and then there's earned media. And the news of the last couple of weeks have been two-tiered and neither having to do with presidential campaign, the House Speaker race, which we'll update in a moment, and the war in the Middle East that is raging now. But there's earned media opportunities. And that's what Trump has been able to find a way to do with all of the legal battles he has. Very much so. He's been very relevant with what's been happening with these news items, and he's been trying to weigh in and, and certainly um, getting support from his 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 side, but also getting attention from the other side, which is exactly what some of these candidates want. They want to stay relevant, where you have some of these other candidates where they only kind of pop up when we get close to a debate or maybe in a couple of days after the debate. But uh, President Trump and even Governor DeSantis trying to stay pretty relevant with what, what's happening in the news right now. Trump is faced with the challenge of a new court-imposed gag order. It's yeah. limiting in some ways. How is he navigating that and still able to stay that, quote, relevant, if you will, on the campaign trail? Yeah, and I think it'll be interesting to see how he navigates this going forward, because this week a judge ruled that Trump's pretrial tax on potential witnesses and others threatened the integrity of the upcoming trial and charges that really stem from Trump's efforts to subvert the 2020 election. The judge banned Trump for continuing to publicly berate special counsel Jack Smith and his team, as well as court staff or any possible witnesses. This is uncharted territory. The question becomes, what happens if he defies the gag order? The judge didn't say how she would punish Trump if he violates it. Could it mean fines? Could it mean pre-trial incarceration? Interesting stuff. You know, meanwhile, Trump's legal team, they're appealing this gag order. Trump argues it interferes with his First Amendment rights and his ability to campaign, saying, my speech has been taken away from me, mm-hmm. his quote. 
9.45 now, Blair, uh, up on Capitol Hill. The search for a House speaker continues. You think by the end of the day we may have one, or are we going to be in the same situation this time tomorrow? Gosh, that that's a really tough one because we're hearing that, you know, if I knew this, I'd, I'd probably not be having this job. But it's a powerball. You know, looking at a vote. <laughs> I know. We're looking at a vote around 11 a.m. And, you know, what we're hearing is that uh, Jim Jordan doesn't have the support for those votes. Uh, it becomes what happens after that. There's been talk of a number of different scenarios. It seems like each day we're focused on this. We think it's going to go one way and it goes 300 million others. So um, we'll see where we are at the end of the day. All right. We'll follow updates and you can always get breaking news updates in the WOKV app. If you don't have an ear on the radio, Blair Miller, part of our team coverage of You Decide 2024 every weekday on Jacksonville's Morning News. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.